0: It's Rapino against Van Feenendael. It's 1 0. The USA won. The Netherlands
1: 0. The game's opening up. Rose Lavelle, Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rose Laval might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time. The United States of America are crowned champions of the world and for the very first time they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to Settle the Score. I'm Allison.
1: I'm Madeline.
0: <laughs> wah, wah.
1: We were defeated by Canada, won nothing, and are now out of contention for a gold medal in the Olympics, it hurts to say.
0: Oh, yes, it definitely hurts to say. Uh, ay, ay, ay. I mean, you all are feeling what we're feeling. Disappointment. A little, confu- not a little confusion, a lot of confusion, frustration, sadness, right i
1: yes i am definitely feeling all of those things and it's it's weird though because i do think my confusion i suppose confusion isn't really an emotion
0: yeah. but my confusion <laughs> state of mental my, being
1: yes i'm i'm almost so confused that i can't feel as sad as i want to feel because i don't understand what happened i don't know that anyone understands What happened? And I'm not talking about the Canada game. I'm talking about the entire tournament. Yeah, the whole tournament. I really very clearly remember, and we have the receipts because we have this podcast, so I can go back and play myself feeling this way. I remember feeling so, so positive. And I think I even said, there's no reason for us to lose this tournament unless we have a weird wonky game where the better team ends up losing. And it feels like, in retrospect, what happened was we had five of those games. <laughs> yes, Where definitely. we had five weird wonky games in a row. And I don't know. Obviously, this is something where there is never going to just be one reason. We're all looking for one reason why we didn't win, but there's so many reasons. Right. And to me, it really just boils down to almost every player on the team had a bad tournament and it didn't work out in our favor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's as clear as that. I mean, from the from the very start against Sweden, we did not look like ourselves and that, that just continued. You know, that continued into New Zealand, although we had some more scoring opportunities, but we still weren't clicking the way we were. I mean, four disallowed goals, will tell you you know, and then moving into Australia where that game was managed differently for a reason, which I can understand. But I also think that that was weird for us as our, you know, as as US Women's National Team, we normally do not play to tie. Uh, And I'm not saying that that was the wrong choice there, but I think it's a question mark. And then, you know, coming into group stage with the Netherlands, I felt like for a second in that first half, we had ourselves back a little bit. And then going into the overtime kind of felt that the second half of that match was not great, but the overtime felt a little bit more like ourselves again. And then even from the start here, I was, um, I was able to watch a little bit at work. Thank you babies, uh, for staying healthy. Um, but That's also,
1: let's take our good news where we can. It's just great that the baby stayed healthy. The baby stayed healthy. And
0: allowed me, yeah. Yes. Yes. Good news where we can. Uh, but yeah, it just, from the get-go, I was watching and I was like, this just, this isn't right either. And this is, I, I was hopeful still because I thought, oh, we could still, and this is clearly a little bit of hubris, but I thought, oh, you know, we can still have a not great game and beat Canada because I, I feel truly that we're that much stronger than them in general that we could have a not great game and still win. Clearly that wasn't the case. I was incorrect.
1: And I do think Canada Canada had a solid game plan They managed us pretty well I still think they're a really mediocre team. No offense to Canada. I love so many of those players, too, from the NWSL. Christine Sinclair is definitely a personal hero. I really look up to her. I'm excited for Christine Sinclair. If I can put my feelings aside for my favorite women in the world, I am so excited that Christine Sinclair might win a gold medal. I do think Sweden will crush them. But
0: But I can um, pull for them. Go Canada.
1: (laughs) Definitely rooting for Canada. I love Christine Sinclair. But all due respect to all of them, Nichelle Prince had a great game. I think that Desiree Scott is phenomenal. So all of those, all of those. Steph LeBay, I love All her. of those players. Steph LeBay, incredible. Kaylin Sheridan. Quinn. I mean, I hope Quinn wins a gold medal. That would be amazing for them and just a huge historical moment, right? There's a lot to love about this Canada team, so... I am not trying to put them down in any way. Well, I guess I am putting them down a little bit, but they're pretty mediocre. They were the only other team we played other than New Zealand who who were also not completing passes. And uh, yet we could not get it together offensively. Cannot
0: score. I mean, we have not had we have not scored in three of these matches. We have not had a scoring drought like this. In some time, it feels like. And I don't, I think going into this tournament, that had not been our problem. You know, we had had some defensive breakdowns. We had some midfield confusion. But I feel like offensively, we were scoring a lot of goals. Now, maybe that was the teams that we were playing. Maybe we were on our standard time zone and we were feeling good and feeling fine. I, I don't know. I don't know what collectively going to Japan and playing in Japan, how that, I, I don't I, I just don't know what went wrong.
1: Ah! I, think, I think the key to the scoring drought rests most squarely on two players, one of which is the player's fault and one of which is not exactly the player's fault. Okay. So I think that nobody has been talking about how many of our goals Sam Mewis has been scoring for the last year and a half. Sam Mewis has scored a lot of our goals, and she in particular came into this tournament in really poor form. Yeah, really poor form. And I think that really hurt us. I feel like leading up to the game, and I'm sure someone could contradict me with an actual statistic, but it felt like she was scoring a good third of our goals, a quarter of our goals, like a large. She was scoring every game. She was leading off the scoring. Mm -hmm. And so when she wasn't doing that, it was a huge problem. And then she was allowed to finally do it. I felt like Sam clicked and then he didn't play her to start in the Canada game and took her out of that Netherlands game and that felt like a huge mistake to me. Yeah. I I think that that was those two things in combination were probably Vlatko's biggest mistakes of the tournament in my opinion. And the other player that I do want to call out a little bit because look, Pino and Carly, I actually feel like tried their best. Carly almost got it in a few times. Pino was doing more I think than she maybe I thought she was going to be able to in that Canada game. Alex Morgan needed to step it up. Alex Morgan's legacy, I think is in really big danger of being um, a lot less good than I had imagined it would be in say 2011.
0: Yeah, I agree for me, Alex, biggest disappointment of the tournament. She did nothing really. I mean, that's harsh, but I, and she didn't, she also didn't have a ton of minutes, you know? I mean, I, one of my frustrations with the way the tournament was managed was the constant shuffling of that front three. I know that, you know, the defense, that was pretty, pretty standard. Um, I loved the addition of Tierna in and out. Cause I think that, you know, we were, we were struggling back there. Dahl Kemper wasn't getting it together. Um, the midfield, you know, we, We've had those kind of four players between J.J., Lindsay, Sam, and Rose, and we have been making that shuffle for some time now. That's been pretty normal. We're used to that flow. But that front three, the way that they were shuffled about, I'm not saying that maybe if we had stuck with three, we would have started clicking because it it wasn't looking like that, and I get that, but we had no time to even begin to gel because whatever three were started, they were out by the 58th, 60th minute, and then the very next game, it was a totally different three. And I feel like, you know, having Tobin... I thought Tobin played fantastic in those last two matches before we came to uh, to Tokyo. But, you know, if perhaps if she hadn't been playing with us... I Obviously, you bring her. I thought she played great. But... Maybe you don't start her in the first match or two because you want to see those those teammates that have been playing together for the last several months and let them gel together. And then have Tobin come in as a sub. Fine, do that. Or, you know, I think absolutely playing Lynn in the Netherlands game was a great choice with her speed, with her ability to get back on defense. And the fact that she hadn't played really all tournament much, apart from a few minutes, that throws the Netherlands off their game. They're not expecting a Lynn Williams start. But then coming back to Canada, did she earn it? Yes. But do I start her in this match? No, I wouldn't have. Maybe that's absolutely crazy, but I feel like in terms of gelling, I don't know. Or, or start her with Kristen Press and not Tobin.
1: Strong agree. Why don't we go ahead and look at the starting lineup? Because there's some interesting stuff there. Yeah. And we'll, we'll figure out who we would have started, Mr. Andonovsky.
0: Uh, Alyssa Nair started in goal I mean we'll talk about this but it's just so sad so sad with the knee Um, so Adriana French came in for her in the 30th minute but we'll talk about that let's go to the defense Um, you had Kelly O'Hara Becky Sauerbrunn, Tierna Davidson and Crystal Dunn Um, that's what I would have done Yep, I thought that was great
1: he did not even bring Dahl Kemper
0: Yes, that's wild. He, She was not a sub.
1: My husband told me I had to stop saying Abby because he says that every time I say that, he wants to turn to me and go, Abby Wambach is retired, Madeline. <laughs> so I'm really trying to focus on calling her doll kemper. But yes, on the bench or in the hotel, she, she did not even dress for that game.
0: That's wild to me. Uh, but I get it. She's really, she's got a, I still think she's got a very bright future with this team, but she's gotta figure out her space like her headspace, what's going on? I think
1: that's the biggest mystery to me is what happened to Abby Dahlkemper. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, what happened to the offense? That's a big question mark for everybody. But like in terms of the defensive line, that's something that we've not I mean, the offense we've we've had. You know, troubles with before. Dahl Kemper, she's been a pretty consistent player for us for quite some time. I have no idea what went down. And I, she needs to get it together because if Becky's going to be retiring, it's going to be it's going be Dahl Kemper and Davidson in that center back too. That's the future. So she's got to get it together. Becky needs to sit down and have a, a chat with her um, if she's going to be retiring so that we can have a consistent, you know, strong defense there in the back. So... They need to work on that. Okay, moving to the midfields. Um you've got JJ, Lindsay and Rose here. And you're saying Madeline I and I agree Sam should have gotten the start here. Who would you have taken out? Rose. Yeah.
1: Canada, you can body them off the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't you don't need a ton of finesse against Canada in my opinion. We we didn't. We didn't need it. We had plenty of opportunities to put the ball in the net. I don't think Rose created almost any of them. And Rose had a bad game. Right. I don't understand why you wouldn't start Sam.
0: I have no idea either. I actually, in my notes that I take during the match, I had called out Rose several times for making for just miscommunication, miss passes. Um, you know, she, I don't know what the deal was, you know, she was playing balls into spaces at times that I thought, you know, that's generally, you know, that's a good ball, but. The communication with her teammates was completely missing. Or and I, the thing is, guys, it's an empty stadium. Why wasn't there communication? You can hear each other, uh, you know. And she just she made so many missed passes, so many miscommunications, so many. She she would try to dribble through, uh, and they would just strip her of the ball. And and that's surprising because normally she can kind of out dust anybody. But I don't know what was going on there. I think she had really struggled, and I think starting Sam instead of Rose would have had a I would have hoped a big impact on this game.
1: I think it would have had the biggest impact of all the changes. I think starting Sam, I and we'll talk about this forward line complete rotation thing, which I think is stupid, but probably matters less in the end than starting Sam would have mattered, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So bummer there.
0: Huge bummer. Um, and the starting three for this match in the forwards: uh, Tobin, Alex, and Lynn. I felt like Lynn was getting back on defense. It sounds like that was the game plan. They wanted her to come back, and they put her on the right side, I believe, right, to start this. And that um, was also a little different. So I feel like getting her to come back to help aid in defense was the plan there, and I thought she did well with that. She did. Uh, No knocks on Lynn at all. I just – it wouldn't – I don't know if that would have been my choice for this match, but –
1: I think it was absolutely fine to start Lynn, but to me, a great role for, for Lynn, though, would be to inject life coming off of the bench. Mm. If Vladko is going to do this front-line switcheroo, why is he bringing in the more tired players in mm. the second round? That makes no sense to me. Here, I would have done it so it was Tobin, Alex, or frankly, Carly. The first sub I would have made out was Alex because she just couldn't score. She's got the yips. I don't know. I watched Ted Lasso.
0: Oh, good. Uh, That's what I've been wanting to say all tournament. They all had the yips.
1: They all had the yips, and they should have taken that incredible team psychiatrist. I love that actor. She is incredible. Anyways, (laughs) can't wait to find out what happens. And then start press on the right. I'm a little confused why the Tobin press combo never seemed to be a thing to Vladko. It always looked good to me the couple of times we saw it and we know they have chemistry both on field and off. (laughs) So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I've got to inject a little levity like somewhere in this to keep keep me from being too sad. Um, And then let's say Tobin is tiring out a little. Put Lynn Williams in 65th minute. Great. I'm on board. Do it. Yeah. What's why not that? I don't know if Valko is trying to be less traditional or something, but the idea of putting Lynn Williams in, in the last 20 minutes of an Olympic.
0: Oh my gosh. With those legs. Can you imagine?
1: Wouldn't that be sort of the more logical sub?
0: Yes. Yes. I agree. She
1: feels like a Sydney LaRue to me. You Hmm. put her in to do something exciting.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that. And I think, you know, my other frustration talking about the starting three, Alex Morgan, she has not been scoring that many goals in general, right? Like you're talking about Sam scoring a ton of our goals coming into this. Alex has not been the one that's been scoring a ton. Like She
1: was hot for Orlando, but for, she hasn't been scoring for the national team in a while.
0: She put a couple away coming back, but that was it, a couple. Kristen Press was it was her time. Yep. It was her time. We kept saying that going into this tournament and she did not, in my mind, get consistent enough minutes with the right other two forwards to really shine. I mean, she's been doing so well and I don't understand why. I just don't understand why she wasn't getting the start here.
1: I, I think out of all the players, not that I want to assign blame or whatever, but I do feel like press is the most blameless out of everybody. I she was in such great form. And I actually feel way sadder for Press than for Pino or Carly or Becky.
0: Yeah, they've had their time.
1: They have Olympic gold medals. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're fine. I don't know if Press is ever going to get one now. And she should have had a bigger starting role here.
0: She should have. And I feel like she had been a player that had always been second string. She'd always been... She'd never gotten the start, and I think I thought finally press has shown her, shown what she's worth. She's going to get the start in this Olympics. She's going to get it consistently, and that just didn't happen, and I was just really frustrated for her. I mean, we're we're talking as if we're done. We're not done. We have another match to play. We have the bronze medal match, uh, and I want to see her start. I don't know. I want to see – I would like to see her and Carly start in that match. Um, I'd like to as well. Perhaps Tobin. um, Yeah, Tobin. That's her what I'd go her with. Tobin and um, Carly, and I just uh, gosh, I'm I'm really frustrated with Alex Morgan's. I'm really frustrated Alex Morgan's. There's only one of them. Um, I I don't know. I don't. I'm not frustrated with Lynn. I just think I would have managed her differently, as you were just saying. I think that would have been a much better choice of play. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, and Lynn scored right. Lynn was Lynn was hot. So I do see. I Lynn do see and Sam the value. were hot together. I do see the value in starting Lynn, but um, I, I just maybe th- maybe there's a problem where people weren't sure what their roles were here. Yeah. And they could have defined the roles better. I don't know.
0: Well, I think that's part of the problem with having the shuffling of these top three so consistently. I mean, pick if it's going to be Alex Tobin and Kristen or if it's going to if you're going to start Carly or or, you know what, maybe just start here's what I probably would have done. Start Tobin and Kristen and then shuffled Alex and Carly. It, pick one player to shuffle between your starts. Don't shuffle all three. It's not a deck of cards. These players are excellent, but they need to gel with one another.
1: I ah. I was so, the angriest I was the whole tournament was when Vlacko did that same entire frontline move. I was screaming. Uh, <laughs> Dara can <laughs> tell you that I was screaming into a pillow because I knew we'd lost it then. Um, I I I guess I I'm trying to imagine what Vlatko thought he was getting with that move which he repeated, right? He did it in the Netherlands match yep. which almost cost them the game and then he did it again. And I I still think that not starting Sam was a bigger mistake. But I'm trying to figure out why he thought he wanted to do this and the only thing I can really think of is he thought there was something clever about showing these teams like you think i have a we have a first string well here's an entirely fresh set of legs with the other three best strikers on the planet right like it felt it felt like he was trying to intimidate the other teams or something as a tactic and it felt like he had thought about this and planned it before they even got on the plane
0: Mm. and
1: i think that maybe that would have worked if they hadn't started off the tournament so laughably
0: yeah possibly (laughs)
1: It wasn't intimidating because we weren't playing well. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of because even if it's about resting folks, you put in the older players when you knew they might have to play more going into overtime. So that doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't see it in terms of resting players. If you were really thinking about resting players, you would have given Julie, Crystal, Kelly, other, Kelly, an older player who had to run so much, a break. Yeah. Why why would why would forwards be the only people who need a rest? Forwards should need less of a rest. Also, when Alyssa went out, that was horrible, but that's one sub, and then you sub those three forwards. So no no one else gets a break? No midfielder gets a break? Only one defender gets a break? I mean, that was that was a shocking choice to me.
0: Yeah. I think that was his original game plan, and then he just stuck with it despite the despite Alyssa having to come out.
1: That was dumb. Yeah. I will say I don't. I don't think it's Vlado's fault they lost, actually. But that was dumb. I don't.
0: I don't think it's Vladko's fault that they lost this tournament. But I do think his tournament management leaves a lot to be desired. I. I don't think nobody had a good tournament, including him. I Agreed. think that he That's needs so fair. Yeah, I think he needs to learn how to manage this team better. And I think this team, obviously, we know, right? It's going to change drastically in the next. 10 months. So he's going to have to figure a lot out in those 10 months. And, you know, we have, I think for the most part, people have really been enjoying his coaching style, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we this is the first major challenge he's faced, and he failed miserably. The team failed miserably. Everybody failed miserably. But he is at the helm, so he shoulders a lot of that responsibility for failing miserably. And I don't, I don't know exactly what he could have done differently because I'm not, you know that type of (laughs) that highfalutin head coach, but he needed Actually, you know what I do know what he could have done differently. He could have had he could have started Sam. He could have Yeah he could have not shuffled his front three so many times. I think I just think he made some big mistakes. And I think he maybe maybe had to alter his game plan when he came in and they lost to Sweden 3-0 right off the bat. Maybe he threw his original game plan out the window and tried to make a new one, but I think he should have stuck with the original if that's what happened. I don't know. I I actually, I'm pretty frustrated with his coaching in this tournament because I think he made a lot of errors.
1: I also think he made a lot of errors though. If we had won it, they would have looked genius, I guess, but we didn't. So it doesn't matter. I do not want him to be fired though. I still think he's a good coach. I think, I think everybody got the twisties or something, including him, like you said. And I Bet he learned a lot, and I still think he'll be the best coach to take us into the next World Cup, and I'm excited. Like, I still I still overall like Flagco quite a lot, but I do agree he had a terrible tournament. Yeah. I also think if the team could have completed passes,
0: his right. plan we, might have
1: worked. We like, he been... didn't expect to be coaching a team that couldn't complete passes. That's yeah. on the players.
0: Yeah, that is true. That's true. I, I agree with that. I think that it'll be actually the next – 10 months to two years will be very telling of his what his tenure will be with the U.S. women's national team. I Obviously, I do not think he should be fired after this tournament. But I think he
1: might be, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, I know. There's been a lot of whisperings going around. I mean, that's what that's what happens, though. I mean, especially when you're going into a major tournament that you are highly favored to win with, you know, half of the top players in the world on it. I get it. I get it. But and maybe there's something that went on more behind the scenes that we don't. I mean, that's what it felt like. As we said, you know, everybody got news that their dog was in surgery every single match. So maybe there was something that he was more responsible for on the back end that I don't know about. But if I don't know. Pretty Some upsetting. folks
1: on Twitter were speculating that it might have been the standing kneeling debate and feeling like not all of the players were being supported by all of the other players on the team. But I also trust this team to be able to talk through difficult issues. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I do feel disappointed in Julie and Kelly and Alex and other folks who are standing. But I don't know if that's, you know, they're professionals. I don't know if that's enough to sow the seeds of discord. A complete fall apart. Yeah.
0: I don't think it is, but I also, I don't know.
1: We're not in that locker room. Would I love to be in that locker room?
0: Sure. Yes, 100%. Yeah.
1: And not in like a creepy way. I'm not saying that. I would just love to be a part of it and be friends with everyone.
0: Of course. So of course.
1: That's all I'm saying. Anyways, I, let's talk about that Alyssa moment. It was uh, so sad.
0: She does what I want her to do. She got out of the box. She came <laughs> off her line.
1: That's why she's never been coming off her line. <laughs> I know.
0: Risk oh, of injury.
1: just folded backwards. It was Horrible. Yeah,
0: it was bad. I I I mean, she was in such pain just immediately. Uh and it didn't look good. I was I mean, talk about we've we've talked about Alyssa as a human being and the fact that she's an just a, a wonderful human being, despite the fact that I did not haven't felt like she should have had the starting spot. We've said time and time again, she's an incredible human being. It just shows her character and her mindset that she after that injury Tested it, tested it, got up, was like, yeah, I'm going to continue. And then, you know, when she tried that goal kick, she knew immediately and she called to come off right away.
1: I was proud of her for deciding to come off.
0: Yeah. I think she made contact with that ball and it was very clear. Uh, but it just really just devastating. And I think too, like, I mean, I think that took a lot of wind out of people's sails. And that's, but and I, and interestingly enough, Had the last match not ended the way it did against the Netherlands with Alyssa coming up so big so many times, I don't know if it would have had the same win-from-one-sales effect that it did, you know, having had that match. Because she she was, you know, she was everything. She was the hero, you know, coming into this match. And then to have her taken down so early, it just seemed like... And that long, you know, it was a long five-minute pause. It feels like it really kind of threw everybody, but...
1: We did dominate after that, though. I mean, Canada barely ever had the ball in their end, except the one time. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that was their game. You know, that was well managed by them. That wasn't necessarily us dominating them so hard. But we we weren't playing very, very badly or anything. We just were playing mediocre. We just could Um, not finish. Could not finish. But you're right. It doesn't help to have that long of a pause. I was excited for French, and then, you know, fast forward to the 75th minute. There's not that much to talk about in between in terms of the actual game.
0: No, no, there's not. I mean, we, as you said, we main, we played fine, but we couldn't finish anything. That was it. <laughs> that, that's, that was kind of, I mean, we didn't have our first shot on goal though until like the 60th, 65th minute or something. I mean, that tells you something. That's, that's pretty abysmal
1: yep and so tierna davidson is trying to stop rose from getting into the box i was also so confused why the announcers kept saying rose for an embarrassingly long amount of time i was like rose wasn't involved with this (laughs) no 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 you dummy uh but she she put her leg up it went into her leg it was in the box it was a penalty and Truly, I hope AD French holds her head up high because there was no save in that thing.
0: No, that thing was in the side netting. It was, that was an incredible PK. That was an incredible PK. Alyssa and just, would not have gotten that. No, sure. nobody would have. No, I don't know if that's like, I mean, and she, uh, she went the right way. French went the right way. She fully extended. She, her timing wasn't bad. Although they did, did you hear that? They did say that they think had she stopped it, it would have been called back because she was off the line. And I, I, I was watching that too because they've made it very clear. Every you know, and with the PKs in the last one, the keeper has to be on or behind the line. So if you watched Alyssa set up for all the PKs, she's actually behind the line, um, and then she comes forward. And I was watching Frances' feet. I was like, "You're on. You're in front of the line. You're in front of the line. Are you going to get behind the line? Are you going to get behind the line?" And then she never did. And I was like, "Ah!" And it went in. So nothing mattered. But. I was a little nervous about that and like I watched the ref tell her you need to be behind the line or on the line and then she didn't it was weird but whatever
1: I did think it was pretty incredible how Christine Sinclair had the ball and then she just very clearly passed it to Fleming and I was like oh that was so kind of Sinclair but then I thought about it for one more second and it's like Oh, Sinclair is on the Thorns. Franch is the goalkeeper for the Thorns. There's no way Sinclair can take right. the penalty against the goalkeeper she is constantly practicing against. Yeah. So that was very cool and smart of Sinclair, a, fun, a funny, weird moment in the game if you're a Canada fan.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's like a – you don't do that, right? Like, you don't take PKs against your team because it would – there's too much going on there.
1: I think it would advantage French in a way that wouldn't be smart for Sinclair.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Right? Yeah, it just... Yeah. Why would you give... When there's plenty of other people who can take a good PK, why would you give Franch that advantage? Yeah, fair. But if Alyssa had been in goal, I do think Sinclair would have taken that PK. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the other, that
1: that penalty, though... I was going to say, the other yeah. thing
0: I want to talk about, Tierna's like, first of all, Tierna, you had a great game. Hold your head high, lady. Hold it high. You are, I thought you, among all defenders, maybe Crystal, but I thought you had a h- heck of a tournament. Um, uh-huh. I thought you had a heck of a tournament. You played so well. You You had smart tackles. You rarely got beat uh if ever and you you just you played so well you played so well i'm so excited about your future on this team this penalty I, she came from behind you i just it was so unlucky i it mean, was really
1: on the you know she didn't even get a yellow card for that
0: no no well because frankly rose came in barreling from behind her, I mean, the only thing I'm thinking is that Tierna instead of kind of reaching for it with that leg, should have gotten a step tighter and used more of her body to to kind of come around the ball to, to get it out of, you know, out of danger. Um, but, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of that could have possibly changed that. She was just pulling the ball down with her foot and Rose comes barreling in and gets tangled up in it. I mean... It was the stinkiest, suckiest type of penalty because it was something that Tierna certainly did not intend to do. Didn't even know was happening until it was over because Rose was the one that came barreling into her. I don't know.
1: Yep. It just, it, uh, it, it, it did. I did think it was a penalty, but it was one of those penalties that felt like it could have gone either way. And
0: it, it just was heartbreaking. I,
1: I know Tierna's going to feel bad about that, but she shouldn't.
0: I hope the rest of the, I mean, and again, she's one of the younger players on the team. She came up and was, in general, huge in this tournament when another player was just consistently poor. She has all-star forwards who have failed to accomplish their one goal consistently throughout this tournament.
1: We should have been able to concede that penalty to Canada. And
0: and still put up two or three.
1: Tierna, it is absolutely not your fault you lost this game. No. We lost this game. They
0: lost it. I <laughs> they don't lost know anymore. it. Yeah, I I completely agree. I thought I'm so excited for her future and I think that I hope those older players, I hope Carly came to her after. I hope Megan came to her after. I hope Alex came to her after and Julie said We
1: Ertz, especially having yes. caused a very, very bad penalty in her first major tournament. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, and look at I, and look at where JJ is now. Like Mm -hmm. that's, and frankly, I think Tierna can be that. I think Tierna also could play in that six spot, but I, you know, yeah, I think she, I really, I just, Tierna is like my new favorite going forward. I think, um, yeah, I, I hope those players came to her and, and said, this is not on you. This is on me because it was. So agree. Ugh.
1: Then the rest of the match just kind of like listlessly played out with Peto and Carly trying very hard to get some crosses in. Carly really almost had it that one time, but she was just—I mean, it must have been two inches off. Yeah. Kristen was making some good runs, but it just wasn't enough, and the time ran out.
0: Yeah, the putting Sam in for Kelly too late. Too late, too little, too late, but definitely, yes, do that. Uh, I loved how Franch got up for that corner. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's what you do when the time is running out and you're losing in the semis. But, yeah, it was hard. Okay, and I mentioned Steph LeBay earlier, whom I really do enjoy. I wanted to kill her. You do not. (laughs) I mean, obviously, that's the game plan. That's what you're supposed to do as a keeper. You're supposed to waste time when you're up 1-0. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" If you lay down on that grass one more time after gently scooping a ball up, I am going to lose my mind. She was so slow with, it. She and I
1: played that very well. Yeah. Obviously,
0: that's what you're supposed to do, but I just couldn't.
1: It is weird with these players that you kind of know and love from the NWSL and Instagram and Twitter or whatever. It's like Steph, you're you. We like you. You're one of. You're one of them. Why are, yeah, you, why are you doing this to us? With us?
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, like yeah. I love
1: Michelle Prince. I'm like, why are you, why are you trying to beat us? This isn't fair. How rude.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so true.
1: When the whistle blew, my emotions were mostly confusion. As we said, I remember you and I watched us go out to Sweden. Yep. Around earlier, and I remember being really upset after that really upset I just wasn't that upset um when the whistle blew and I I was sort of like bummed out looking at the headlines yesterday I was like I'm not going to open my news app again because I don't want to be reminded but I just I wasn't so upset I was almost relieved because it just it wasn't going to get better if we had eked out a win um I wish we had of course but it it didn't feel like we deserved it I remember in 2011 in the World Cup final where we lost to Japan, that game was 2-2 and it went into penalties and we lost on penalties. And when that whistle blew or when that last PK went in, I wept. I think that might be the hardest I've ever cried in my life when that tournament ended badly for us. And I remember all of them saying to all of the players saying that they were so upset because they lost, but when they got home, everyone treated them as if they were winners. And that was because they had put in such an impressive shift in order to even get the game to that point. I felt like Abby Wambach, Alex Morgan, these players, some of these players that are still there were were doing everything in their power. You could smell how much they wanted it and it just didn't turn out our way. And it was heartbreaking because I thought that we'd earned it and we didn't get it. And it was nice for Japan that year because of the tsunami, but it just, it broke my heart. Mm -hmm. I don't feel heartbroken now. Um, I feel like they had a chance and they blew it and they have some thinking to do. And as a fan, I'm disappointed and confused but I just don't feel that heartbroken for them because they blew it and it's on their shoulders. So I hope they can figure it out. I hope that doesn't sound cruel, but that's how I'm feeling.
0: I don't think it's cruel. I think it's reasonable. I think as we've said, going into this tournament and I really believed it, this was our tournament to lose. And we did in fact, lose it. (laughs) Uh, it, we, We beat ourselves. And I just, my concern is we need to get this figured out and again, we're going to have such a personnel shift by the time that next World Cup comes around that I think it, I don't even you can't even know what this team means going forward. And I also don't think like look at the Netherlands, you look at Sweden, um, England, France. Like I don't, it's gonna. I don't think we're gonna be as dominant as we have been. Obviously, in the next six to ten years, because we have a lot to learn, and the other teams are. Catching up and passing us, and that's an exciting thing in general.
1: Okay, so who on the team needs to retire?
0: Well, let's let me say this before we have one more match left. They, okay.
1: all right, all right. We have
0: one more match left. I'm
1: certain we're gonna lose. There's no way.
0: I'm. I have a big. I'm really concerned as well because we. Yeah. We're not going to turn we're, it around we're, we're gonna be We're going to be playing Australia now, I
1: almost be more annoyed.
0: <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I I I have a I'm really nervous about playing Australia for this bronze medal. Very nervous. Um okay, who's starting? Well, who need Do you want to do who's who's needs to go after this tournament?
1: Let, let's who's imagine our starting lineup for this Australia match. I think that's a good thing to do. I don't have high hopes for it. I don't I think that what Whatever's bothering them, if they come and are like breezy and win this game easily, then I'll be almost more disappointed because it's like, oh, the pressure got to you. I guess I shouldn't be mad that the pressure got to them, but it it just they're they've had bigger pressure before, so I don't understand that. I mean, French is gonna start. I'd start Kelly, Becky, Tierna, and Crystal. Yep. I might give Julie a rest unless she really wants to start. And then I'd start Lindsay and Sam. Yep. If if Julie wants to sit, then I'd start Lindsay Rose and Sam. And then up top I would do Tobin, Carly and Press. Yes.
0: 100%. Maybe
1: Pino Carly and actually Press if you really want to give Pino like a last
0: I was going to say start. Yeah, I would who do
1: cares anymore, but
0: I would do P cuz I think I think frankly that Pino once Pino was in the last <sighs> 30 minutes of that game. She, that was, well, that's the only minutes she got, as I say that. She went in at 60, so that makes sense. But really, the last 20, then she, it was like you could see it on her face. And that's
1: why I'm not so mad at her, because she did uh, seem like she wanted it. She She and Carly seemed like they wanted it.
0: Yeah. So actually, I would start, I would start Pino, uh, Carly, and Kristen Press on the top. Um, I, you say if JJ wants to start, JJ wants to start. That's who she is. <laughs> um, so I think it should be JJ, um, Lindsay, and Sam. And, yeah, I agree with your back four. Um, and, yes, sadly, Alyssa's ruled out. She's going to be out for a little while with this knee. Uh, so, yeah, that's definitely the starting lineup, in my opinion. But if I know Australia Blacko. yeah
1: outplayed Sweden. I think Sweden maybe was just a bit tired and taking a rest to me. Um, but I don't. I don't know that we're going to beat Sweden unless or Australia, unless something radical changes.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. It, that's, I mean, we, we, and we. That first match doesn't mean anything. I have no idea what to make of that because that was like a gentleman's agreement mm-hmm. to tie zero zero. It seems. so. I have no idea. We don't know what Australia looks like against us in this tournament, as far as I'm concerned. So, I think I'd it's gonna love kind
1: of, to win a bronze.
0: I yeah, blessed. we haven't won a bronze, right? I don't think so. We've won golds and silvers, so. Let's add to the repertoire.
1: We will watch that match and come back and talk about it. So
0: yeah, fingers crossed. I really I'm hopeful. But ha- the moment that the match ended uh, yesterday, I was like, I don't think we can win the bronze after this performance. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope those players that really want it, Carly Rapino, those players that it's their last tournament come out and and win it for us. And speaking of that. Well, we
1: can talk about that next time. Next time? Okay. Yeah. We'll We'll save it. We'll use that data from that last game because maybe I'll change my mind about Alex Morgan, you
0: know? Okay. Oh, wow. Alex, your career is on the line. (laughs) And we're not even giving you the start. So you better show up if you come in at 60, 70 minutes. Please and thank you.
1: Well, let's end on a little bit of a positive note, though. I know this is sad. I know we're all gutted. One good thing did happen. Yeah, and that is that there is a tiny bit of news with the lawsuit because both the EEOC and the men's national team have fired amicuses. Amici?
0: Filed. You said filed?
1: fired. Fired. Oh man, I am so upset. <laughs> I'm losing it. They have filed amicuses. Amicus. The the single is amicus. We asked our legal consultant, Alyssa Work, what an amicus was. Should I read her response? Please do. Just in case anyone isn't sure. An amicus (laughs) is a friend of the court brief in a lawsuit, basically a written submission to a judge from a person or group who is not a party to the lawsuit, but who has some interest in the outcome and wants to persuade the court to decide the right way. Incredible. Cool. Thank you, Alyssa, our legal consultant. We appreciate that. So- the men's team filed an amicus that said not only should the U.S. women's national team be getting paid the same as them, nay, they should be getting paid more. So that's cool.
0: So now we're going to have a real men's corner.
1: Yeah, we might. I think it still may a little bit for selfish reasons, but um, because if they get paid more, they'll get, we get paid more, they'll be- Anyways, but kudos to them. Yeah. And also the EEOC said that the judge who threw out the part of the lawsuit before did so using um, laws that wouldn't have applied or or interpreting the law erroneously. So those are two really good developments.
0: Yeah, that's very encouraging. And I think, you know, I've seen like the trolls on Twitter and other socials, you know, whenever the U.S. loses – no matter what the sport, you know, when no matter what the sport, the trolls come out, and I just want to say to remind people that, you know, because I saw some talk about the equal pay stuff, you know, this is way bigger than this team right now. You know, this mm-hmm. is not about this exact team, and and they know that, right? The, a lot of the players that have been fighting this fight for so long, they were never going to see the payout. They were ne- it's for the future generations, right? Always, it's always for the future generations, the work they're putting in now. And so uh, I just, this team is so much more than a medal right now, whether they win the bronze or not, you know, what they've done the past six to 10 years is just, it will always be what it is. It's incredible. So there's, there's nothing to be upset about in, in that regard We have had a lousy tournament. Let's see if we can come out of it with a bronze. But this team is truly remarkable for so many more reasons than what they do on the pitch.
1: I love them so much. They're still my heroes. They inspire me every day. And they're still the best team in the world. Yeah. We had a bad tournament, but we're going to be the best team in the world for at least two more years. So.
0: Mm, I like that.
1: And I think maybe even after that, we'll continue to be. So.
0: We still have that gold FIFA, whatever it is, crest.
1: (laughs) Really looking forward to the next World
0: Cup. Yeah. All right, everyone. I think that's it. I hope you all have listened to to this. Well, I say I hope you after listening to this are not terribly devastated, Uh, you know, because we do have one more game and we'll see. We'll see
1: if you have some opinions you want to share with us and we can share them in our final episode of this Olympic season. At the end of the week, you can email us at SettleTheScorePodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at ScorePod and Instagram us at ScorePod. Also, if you've been enjoying the show during these Olympics, if you found this cathartic, if you could give us a review and rate us five stars in Apple Podcasts, that would be so great and really help other women's soccer fans find the show.
0: Thanks, everyone. Tune in. It's 4 a.m. Thursday morning. The last one to set your alarm for. Thanks for listening.